Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amarie Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. too long to drop. No, it's the best. I can't, I can't wait for it anymore. I love the anticipation. It takes too long. We ain't got all day. I do. I'm trying to get to these NFL hot takes, baby. I want to talk about uh, college football top 25. What's up with you? I want to talk about my favorite. Bob? You oh, really, bro? I love that song. I wish you hadn't done that. That's my favorite. Oh, there we go. Yeah, thanks. Put this on repeat for Fred. Yeah. It's making we'll, my ringtone. We'll do the whole segment with this in the background. Yeah, we're, I mean, it's a little loud now, but yeah. <laughs> Bob, Bob, were you ever a DJ DJ, or have you only just ever done production? No, I was a DJ, DJ. Okay, all right, so when was that? You really want me to tell? Yes. 1973. Ooh, okay. Okay. Now, and then a couple of times in between to fill, you know, just to fill in for... A day. Okay, now what was the what type of station were you on? What? Oh, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, part of the day it was country. Part of the day it was uh, top forty. Okay. Okay, that's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's, all right. It's, so it's Western Kansas. All right. So I just pulled up a list of the Billboard Year in Hot 100 Singles of 1973. Okay. We are just dialed in because I got the same one in front of me. <laughs> okay. Now I've not heard of all these songs. Okay. Okay. The number one. Billboard Hot 100 single of 1973 was a song called Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree yeah. by Tony Orlando and Dawn. Yes. Pull that up real quick for me. Okay. I've Bob, never heard this in my life. Bob, is Tony Orlando and Dawn, is that two people or three people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a comma after Tony, so I think it's two people. <laughs> Tony Orlando and Dawn are the neighbors. <laughs> I, oh, okay. Well, we, you know what we need to do? wait for the yeah, uh, we gotta pay commercial for, then. Why don't we pay for premium? I mean, we have subscriptions to these things. For real. And also on the music, we can just... All right, here we go. Now, you know this one. This is taking you back? Well, yeah. I've never heard this. Oh, yeah. I, I don't hate oh, the li- start. Listen. I'm coming home. I've done my time. Yep. I recognize it already. I need, I need a little more. Okay. If you receive my letter telling you I'd soon be free. Nope. Still, no, still nothing, huh? If you still I need the chorus. Okay, here it is. Right, it's coming right here. You still want me. I like this part. No, I've never nothing. heard this, and it sucks. Really? Yeah, it's not great. It's not good. I don't well, know. Well, if you remember, I don't. later in the decade when people were coming home from wars and whatnot, okay. there would be yellow ribbons tied along their route. Oh, loud. I do like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't know that association. But, but it, you know, it was that association, but this is about a guy who's coming home from prison, 
and is wondering if his wife, a girlfriend, or whatever is, still wants him to be in her life. Aww. I don't know about tying a ribbon around the oak tree, well, but I hope when he gets home, no. there's not a tie well, on the doorknob. Ooh. Well, there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, the ribbon around the old oak tree is because he's on a bus, and the oak tree is on the bus route. So if he sees a yellow ribbon on the tree, he, he knows, knows to he stop. Still want, he, he knows okay. to get off. So I, notorious, uh, Fred, notorious little baby Freddy, would go by <laughs> and I would take the ribbons off. Oh, yeah, you would. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. All right. So the, all right. So you can kill this one. So yeah, I'm glad we got that one out of the way because the rest of them are bangers. The next six are <laughs> absolute bangers, including one of my favorite artists and favorite songs by him. Yeah. Jim Croce. This yeah. is a banger. Taken too soon from us. This dude is a legend. Yeah. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Yeah. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Yeah. Where is he the baddest at in this whole dang town? Uh, in the bar. <laughs> yep. He's in a bar and he likes to hit on He's women. Badder than a junkyard dog. Yeah. This did. All right. And then, so Roberta Flack had a banger called Killing Me Softly with his song. Uh huh. And she never, no, I think she recently said who she was uh, talking about in that because she wrote it. Oh, okay. But I don't remember who she was talking about. I, I can tell you this. It's not the best version. The Fugees put put this thing through the roof. Jim Croce, yeah, that too. Yeah. Back to Jim Croce. I don't know where he would frequent places, but he ran into a bunch of bad dudes. Yeah. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Correct. And of yeah. course, we all know Jim you don't mess around with Jim. No, you don't mess around with Jim. Like, Jim Croce, where are you hanging out, brother? <laughs> Chill out. Uh, let's get it on. But the You Don't Mess Around With Jim album? Yeah. Banger after banger after. That thing is a 10 out of 10. So let's get it on. The 1973 release. Classic. How is that not number one? Racism. Okay, anyways. It's the reason 50-year-olds exist today. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Without that song. <laughs> it's an instruction manual. Paul McCartney and Wings? Are you messing with me around here? Yeah. My Love? So good. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a soft song. Hey, speaking all right, of dudes who got all the talent in the world, also a good segment right here, Chris Christopherson mm -hmm. could do it all. Renaissance man. Actor, singer, dancer, performer, writer. Good looking dude. Very handsome. Why Me by Chris Christopherson. Crocodile Rock? Little kid me love yeah. Crocodile Rock. <laughs> Will It Go Round in Circles by Billy Preston. I don't know that one. I don't What's know that, that one. one. Is that one good? Hit uh, us with that one, Bob. Uh, give, will It Go Round in Circles? Yeah. Will It Go Round in Circles by Billy Preston. That's there's number eight song. You're So Vain by Carly Simon after that. Absolute banger. Of 1973 when Bob obviously peaked. Now, I, I put this... I think we're looking at the same list here, I think. We are. Yeah. Touch Me in the Morning by Diana Ross, I also don't know. But right outside the That's top... a good one. Is it? Right outside the top ten is The Night the night the Lights Went Out in Georgia by Vicki Lawrence. That one just gets better. Oh. The age is like a fine wine. Oh, this? I know this song. This song is dope. I'm going to buy this on wax. I'm ordering it tonight. Paul Simon's all over this list. 
The Isley Brothers all over this list. Grand Funk Railroad's all over this list. John Vinder, John Denver's Rocky Mountain High is in the top 30. Another one taken too soon. Yep. There's this banger after banger. The Monster Mash? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Speaking of monsters, Edgar Winters Frankenstein. 73 kicks all of the ass, Dan- Bob. Hey, Daniel yeah. by Elton John in the mix here. Yeah. Oh. Stevie Wonder crushing your, it. Your Mama Don't Dance by Loggins and Messina. Oh, hey, yeah. Superstition and You Are the Sunshine of My Life uh-huh. by Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Crushing it. Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney and Wings. Yes. Bob, you were in the Renaissance here. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm super jealous. Uh, Do- Doobie Brothers <laughs> they're, they're buried all, down the list. They're Bet- all still available. You can listen to them all. Bette, Midler, Bette Midler's Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy from Company B. Missed the- that one. That, oh. That's a remake. That's from World War II. World War II. That's correct, World yeah. War II. Ramblin' Man by the Allman Brothers. Ramblin'. Absolute banger. <laughs> oh, this is so... All right, so, hey. Oh, one of my all-time banger. The Cisco Kid. 1973 that song holds up so that would be dope if that dropped yeah. today uh i think it's only fitting because we were talking about josh Dobbs earlier charting at number 97 i'm sure climbed substantially in 1974 Excellent. david bowie's space oddity mm-hmm. all right bob oh, look do, it up d- bob do me a favor Maybe. introduce david bowie's space odyssey like you're a dj right now like how would you introduce it if you were back oh. so many years ago in your radio day I can't 50 remember the years song ago. ago. Yeah, it is 50. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? Yes. There's so much stuff going on in music. So Welcome back stuff. to your top 40 hits. It's me, Bob Walpo, coming back. Well, the... that's not the name I used. Oh, it, okay. Oh, okay, say go. more. Let's go. What was it? Bob Hill. Bob Hill? What, why? What, B-H? You went with B-H? Why in the Bob Hill did you name yeah. yourself that? Well, because Hill is easier to say than Walpo. Okay, you got a point. Yeah. You got a point. You got a point. That, <laughs> hey, ha- that cool. happened a lot at Ellis Island. Yeah, correct. <laughs> well, that's how our name came about. Hey, cool cats and kids. We know you just got back from the theater. And isn't Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey a banger? If so, tune into this one and turn it up as you're listening to David Bowie's Space Oddity here on 95.9 FM and AM 610. I'm Bob Hill. Is that what you did? Is that yeah. how you do it? Fun fact, no, David Bowie has two different colored that. eyes. Oh. I did not do it that way. <laughs> I did it more like we're talking right now. Uh, I guess we have to. It's Space Odyssey. Space Oddity by David Bowie. Here we go. <laughs> Just up to his eyelids and jazz cabbage, too. Yeah. You know it. Oh, it's a super. It's coming to you from the airwaves, but you're hearing about it from ground control. You know it's Space Oddity by David Bowie. That's you, Bob. DJ voice is the best. You call me Bob Hill, but my friends call me Major Tom. I'm bringing you Space Oddity. It's David <laughs> Bowie's latest banger. There's well, a- it's coming up here. You know, <laughs> oh, I love this song. Back then, it was actually on LP or 45s. There's one that's just called Dueling Banjos coming in at 61. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Eric. that's a great song. Okay. You may have th- heard it. But, hey, Bob goes super meta. You think they rushed this one because the Apollo 11 landing. Well, they didn't. It was already out of this world. Space Oddity coming in at number 97. That's you, Pop. Ground control to Major Tom. Oh. Yeah, now I remember. 
ground control to make Go down to the local record store, find the Phillips section. It's the 7-inch release. You know we got Space Oddity by David Bowie coming at you live during the Creamland No Commercial Hour. That's you, Bob. Actually, the radio station was about 200 feet from the fence line of a feedlot. Oh, the joy. First job in radio. One. That's where it hits right here. Lift off. <laughs> and that's when Bob lights up a doobie. He's like, here we go. Never smoked a doobie in my life. This is control it's not psychedelic folk. It's not the Bee Gees. Oh, so crazy good. Bob, let's go to break. Whenever we get back, we attack this NFL quarterback situation between the two worst teams, and one of them is now becoming the best team. It's two men on, 95.9 FM, home of your Monday, Thursday, and Sunday select football games, the sports animal. Okay, never mind. I know exactly what this is. Thanks, Bob. Ask him about his hand. If you'll remember, this was in the movie Deliverance. Deliverance, yeah. And this is the uh, clip from the movie. It's a little long bed to get into it. It It's creepy. I don't think you understood me. Uh, I want to get some drivers to drive this car and that car down to Aintree. Drivers, you understand? So I never saw this movie. Okay. It's worth a shot. The it's once. good. The once. Yeah, for sure. Where do they live? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad... Well... This is the part I know. Yeah. Can you picture this kid in your head? The deliverance kid? I have no idea. Look up deliverance kid. Okay. Four ninety nine. Keeps going at it here, huh? Yeah. Oh, his eyes are not great. <laughs> yeah, the deliverance kid made this scene extra creepy. He seemed... Okay, so it says here he was just a typical local teen living in Georgia, when, and that's how he got cast in. Mm-hmm. But he could obviously pick the fiddle. That's not a fiddle, that's a banjo. Okay, the banjo. <laughs> City kids. One part of the band. Here, shitty flicker. He works at a Walmart now. At the Walmart? This is where it picks up here. Yeah, this is the best part. Yeah. I don't do a lot of front porch sitting, (laughs) but if I did, I would do it in the south. This song has nice. become a staple at, uh, in the country world. Nice tall glass of cold lemonade. Yeah. Nice R- rocking chair. Warm summer breeze. Ma! Probably slaves. Yeah, one would assume. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Weird world of professional football. 
And there's a lot of stupid stories. Sure. And by stupid, I mean, because obviously I'm a WWE guy. The whole thing's a work. Justin, do you see this Justin Field stuff? Which stuff? There's a lot of Justin Field so, stuff. So, Bears win, right? They win without any tutties. Uh-huh, so, they uh-huh. win without any tutties. And after they win with no tutties, the story allegedly is he, like, got in front of the locker room and was like, hey, guys. Sorry I dropped the ball out there. Literally. Literally, twice. Thanks for having my back. And they were like, well, I always have your back, Justin Fields. You're the best friend we've ever had. I go, this is this is not a real story, Van. Reports are Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields spoke to the team after the game in the locker room and apologized for the two fumbles and appreciated the guys for sticking by him ellipsis the players then responded by yelling we appreciate you and then everyone started clapping there is no way it happened like that they applauded him yeah or themselves and then everyone started clapping who's reporting that's the end of every bs story you've ever heard on the internet this is and then everyone clapped yeah i went to the walmart and i told i i told him i was like that mask ain't going to keep the Corvids out your face. And then everyone in line started yeah. clapping. And, and the cashier, <laughs> I said to the cashier, I, I leaned in close because I, I recognize the environment. I leaned in close and I said, hey, here we say Merry Christmas. <laughs> and everyone clapped. That's not what happens. That is not what happened in that locker room. Maybe one guy said, we appreciate you. It, and then like four dudes clapped. There is no way in a locker room of 52 other guys who have been watching him play for two seasons started clapping for him. Here's what it is. This is that all it says is we appreciate you. And then everyone started clapping. What he didn't finish. We appreciate you not screwing this one up any further. And then everyone started clapping for that guy. All right. Who reported this? Uh, Daniel Greenberg. Oh, okay. Let me. Beat reporter for the Bears. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I would venture a guess that Greenberg is from the East Coast. And I would venture a guess that he's not familiar with the Midwest goodbye. And what it actually was, they were real tired of Justin Fields talking. So they did the, whelp. time to go. And then that was it. They slapped their palms on their thighs. And they said, time to go. And we appreciate you not being here next Uh year. As we will trade you for a fifth round pick. Did Danny Greenberg go on to say, and a and a big lesson was learned by all? Did he go on to say that, Van? Oh. Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> and then one teammate yelled, Way to go, man. And then a second teammate yelled, Now we got a leader. And a third teammate yelled, No, we got a team. Is that what happened, Van? Exactly. Is that what happened at this That's meeting? Exactly what happened. They hate him. There is no way that whole locker room in unison was like, oh, yeah, you're the best, buddy. And when they look back on the story 50 years from now, and that and that quarterback, Justin Fields, grew up to be Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he cut down a cherry tree. This is this is like when 
your dumbest aunt on Facebook. Oh, yes, 100% that's what this like, is. Like shares an uh-huh. Onion article uh-huh. and takes it seriously. Mm-hmm. There is no way this happened in the Bears locker room. <sighs> the season that they've had. They got robbed. Mm-hmm. They fired two coaches. One, we still don't know why. It's something gross and creepy. We still don't know why. Correct. They got robbed over a million dollars worth of stuff. The only way they could win is if the opposing astronaut throws four interceptions. Correct. That's the only way they could win. Oh, I actually see another tweet here, Van, that says, um, while getting on the team bus, DJ Moore accidentally sat in a teammate's seat. So he got up on the team bus and apologized to everyone, and the whole bus clapped. And they all So there we clapping. go. <laughs> An NFL fan, Green Bay Packers, or excuse me, Chicago Bears fan is like, yeah, they did. Let's go. And we they and they picked him up on their shoulders and they carried him back to Chicago. <laughs> the real story is <laughs> they put this on him. Everyone had to give the guy $20. He's like, he really said it. <laughs> he really said, we appreciate you. And everyone clapped. Oh, gosh. There's no way it worked out like that. Also, and I'm not trying to overanalyze I feel like there's always a tweet or a story about Justin Fields apologizing to the team. This is like a pattern now. Uh-huh. It happened after the Packers loss. For 100%, I know it did. I think it happened after the 0-2 start. There's probably more, but those are the ones I can only come up with off the top of my head. In Van, after they won the game and they came together as a team, they all got ice cream. Like, that's what this is. And they all made s'mores. You ever see Caddyshack? Of course. Okay. So at the very end of that speech, when everyone claps, Rodney Dangerfield puts his head in. (laughs) (laughs) Says, we're all going to get laid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I tell you what, dude. The NFL... Number one, bad play on the field. The games this weekend, weird. There were some good games there were some on good. the Sunday slate, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem with Sunday games, whenever you have Thursday, Friday games, is, I mean, you've you've already, you've overstayed your welcome. This is like a holiday visit. Uh-huh. Like, I already had, I had you. I already had you guys mm-hmm. earlier in the week. I don't need leftovers. I already had NFL football. You know what I need on this Sunday? For my in-laws to leave the house. <laughs> yeah. I need it. So I could vacuum after mm-hmm. Uncle Steve. I make him bring his own coat to leave outside because he smells like cigarettes. Like, that's what I'm saying. It does be like this, though. And these teams, especially like a handful, like I think the the Cowboys are one. Obviously, the Bears are one. Where it's, let's just put something out that will get some tweets or re-exes or whatever they are now, post. Let's get updutes. Hey, moving forward, I'm calling all internet things updutes. So let's put out a post that just is going to maximize updutes. From friend of the show, Isaac. Yes. They appreciate him sucking this bad so they can draft Caleb Williams mm-hmm. at next year's draft and then pawn Justin Fields <sighs> for a fifth round pick. I don't like the idea that the Bears, who just won it, I think, and I don't have the official stat in front of me, like the first time ever, the first time ever, 
a team won a game with only field goals. <laughs> like that might not be accurate, but it's, it's got to be close. Not accurate, but it's close. We're like, you know what story we'll put out? And this is also speaks a lot to the, and I don't know this Greenberg cat, whatever, but I've been around so many locker rooms. I've been around so many teams to where this team right now in what week are we in 12 In week 12 of the NFL season, you know what this team is thinking about? How they don't have to see each other again in six weeks. Mm-hmm. That's the mindset of this team. They're not friends. They don't care about each other. They know half of them are going to play somewhere else next season or not be playing at all. And they know that those that are still there, the other half are going to be replaced with someone else. Teams don't have fellowship. Right. It does not exist. This is a job. You don't clap for the dude in the cubicle next to you because he didn't put fish in the microwave today. That's what this is. <laughs> That's a fantastic analogy. But Bears fan is like, oh, I don't know. We're tur- I, hey, we're turning a corner. Yeah, I mean, hey, this is the this is the week right mm-hmm, here. Sweetness. Sweetness. <laughs> I've been a Chicago Bears fan since uh, the inception of the team, and I can tell you what the three initials on the sleeve mean. You know what? I can't. I cannot. <sighs> George Hallis? I don't know what the S stands for, though. <laughs> Maybe his wife. Maybe a middle name, a middle initial. Maybe it stands for space oddity. I have no idea. 505-246-0610, phone line, text line. If you're texting the show, I need you to get a life. Like, I just hear me out. Stanley. <laughs> Thanks, Google. George Stanley Hallis. George Stanley Hallis. I could have went my whole life and never known that. We so very little on this show care about how very little you like this show. Please just stop. Just stop. Go to 99.5. Go listen to Christmas music. There are options out there for you. Is TJ still on? Go listen to TJ. I'm sure there's some sort of breaking news about traffic. We're just here to tell jokes about sports. And we'll tell you that traffic in just a minute. It's two minutes on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Home on Monday, Thursday, and Sunday select football games. The Sports Animal. He was okay in the NFL. He wasn't great. He was good at UW. He says that Wazoo star Cam Ward has been has up to 10 offers from different colleges, all around a million bucks. You know I'm a Washington State alum, and I'm a big Cam Ward guy. The schools offering him are Oregon, Washington, Notre Dame, Texas, A&M, and Auburn. If he leaves Pullman and goes to another school, that school is instant contender. Cam Ward is that good. You watched him play against UW this past weekend? I did. He almost single-handedly beat him. He's a stud, dude. So, Van, you missed the days when $200,000 under the table would do the trick? Is that what you're saying? Not even that, man. What's even that? Yeah, throw him a couple stacks of racks. What's well, 20K will do it. Not these days. It's really hard to fit $250,000 into an Arby's bag. Yeah. Uncle Uncle Luke from Miami is just like, ha! <laughs> Not anymore. I'm going to Miami of Ohio. It won't be next year, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's the year after. Also, it might be next year with Colorado. A team? Because what did Colorado bring in this year? 80 guys? So it was. It's crazy. 
A team, complete turnover. Complete. A team is going to bring in 100 guys through the transfer portal. That is a real thing. Colorado is going to keep their quarterback, and then they're going to bring in 100 guys. You got to look at everybody. I look at them all. They've had a couple decommit from Colorado, but that's probably just they got better offers. But early in the year, when the Colorado had all the buzz, all the hype, they were just signing star after star after star. But now, like, once the clock struck midnight for Dion Arella. Ella, Ella, Ella. Primarella? Ella, Cinder, Ella, Cinder, Ella. Cinder Prime? Cinder Primo? Primo, Primo, pre. Once the clock struck midnight for the Colorado Buffaloes, people started decommitting like, oh, wait. It's still the Colorado Buffaloes. My bad. I'm going to USC. <laughs> but he'll get all the money. He'll get, he he'll should. Get, no, he'll get all the cool sponsors. Cam Ward? Deion Sanders. Oh, yeah, that's fine, too. Cam Ward, this is going to happen every year. He's just going to be the newest example of this. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's the... You know how many things I would do for a million dollars? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, we have this talk too often. The list of keep things... keep telling me... You keep growing the list the all the time. The list of things I wouldn't do... I say put the list away. quite short. It's very short. And most of them involve harming Fred. somebody I care about. Fred, you know what I would do, Fred? No, Van, you going to tell me another thing you would do for a million dollars? Uh-huh. You won't believe how yeah. much orange sherbet it's going to take, yeah. but I'd do it. <laughs> you know, I don't even know what the term live wire means. <laughs> Touch it, both sides of what? I'm in. <laughs> I saw it on the YouTube. Anyways, an airplane crashed into the pyramids. Tigers aren't always hungry. <laughs> I saw a sloth right, right, walk right across the top of an anaconda. If I don't tell you about life, I don't know what will. Like, Van. Usain Bolt said he was retired. <laughs> I kind of, Hey, and now because it's hitting home with me with Washington State and Cam Ward and others, they're the guinea pigs of this new quasi-football. This is not college football anymore. This sure. is quasi-professional football where some guys don't get paid. Right. And some guys get paid a ton. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. Very top-heavy. It's so gross. What does this remind me of? Oh, our economy. Yes, yes correct. Our, our yes. Economy. Yes. Modern guerrilla capitalism. Uh, if you bring me to your team as the quarterback making a million dollars, I'll trickle that money down to the offensive line. And <laughs> yeah, then what sure. they will do is uh-huh. they will pay it to the running back. And that's how this thing works. <laughs> Still waiting for that trickle down. Yeah. Bob has been in radio longer than Trickle Down has not worked. Cam, Cam Ward, I am so hungry. <laughs> trickle Down has worked every time it's tried. It's Hey, the running back says, Cam, may I please have another carry? Please, Cam. Please, Cam. <laughs> buy me That's some more hot pockets. Cam, if I get if I get one more carry, I hit my incentive from Nunley Ford. <laughs> <laughs> And they're getting, like, pro money. I 100% would do that. Or you use your influence mm-hmm. to get them gigs, too. They're not going to be million-dollar no. gigs, but you can get your offensive lineman a friggin' contract mm-hmm. at Arby's or something. You could do that. If you're Cam Ward, do you take an offer from Ohio State to go to Ohio State knowing that they're also going to offer Archie Manning some money 
and then you have to be the backup to Archie Manning because that's what this thing for is. For a million dollars? For a million dollars, yes. Yes. There's plenty of college backups that made it to the pros. The long list. <sighs> Brad, how would Brock Heward know this? Anything regarding NIL. Here's how he would know. This industry is not big. You think you live in small Kirky? Wait until you get into cares about college football, Kirky. Mm-hmm. The list is real short. And it's not guys that want to be there, by the way. It's guys that can't broadcast the NFL. Increase your NIL funding. Keep your players. That's it. Also, put a cap on the transfer portal. I know what the number is, 25. I'm this off the top of my head. Put also, who, who dropped this? Cam Ward knowledge? Who, who, who did Brock Heward. Brock Heward. Brock Heward, what's his cut of whatever yeah. Cam Ward gets next? Because this sounds like a little a little trickeration. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Also, Fox Sports offered Van Nunley a million-dollar contract. And he's, did you hear that, yeah. CBS Sports? <laughs> yeah. Why don't, you, yeah. why don't you go to up that? Up that ante. Yeah. That, you're right, though, because some U-dub... Booster or alum is like, hey, say this so that Washington State has to come off some coins. Yeah. They almost beat us in the Apple Cup. We don't have, we, we can't chance this in the future. Right. Too weird, too fun. We'll step away. We'll come back. Still a bunch of stories we haven't covered. That's what happens when you start talking about 1973. Also, Josh Sushan, Texas, mm-hmm. said all night long he's listening to the top 100 of 1973 now. Talk about this Bryce Young thing whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The home of Monday, Thursday, and select Sunday football sports animal. Big thank you to the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Hosting your boys. I'm back on it, man. I had a little weekend where I was like, I was in Chicago. Had a little weekend. I was at Survivor Series. Had a little weekend where I knew no one would know me. I could kind of do my own thing or whatever. And mm-hmm. I got loose, fan. I, I drank drinks. Okay. I enjoyed an, um, uh libation. Okay. And uh, here's what I need to do. Get my life right. So I'm, I'm recommitting to my to my YMCA. I also, I, I'm going to start hooping, Van. I'm going to start hooping with some of the boys. You should. Yeah. You should. Because uh, my body's a rubber band, Bob. So I'm going to let it bounce back. So I'm excited about it. So who did you invite that's not me? To hoop? Yeah. Uh, basically everyone. Okay, everybody yeah. except for me. You know, you don't invite me to poker. Same thing. Okay. It's the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, smart. Yeah, go with what you know. Go with what you know. Not a hooper. Yeah, we know. I mean, I'm a six, just like everything else, but you want sevens and up. Yeah. Here's what sure. I, here's my plan. I want to work out so hard that I can still eat at the 6-6 six, six diner every day. That's my plan. Oh, I like that a yeah. lot. Also, they have delicious salads. Got healthy options. They do. I go off the menu a I lot. Like their ranch dressing. Yeah. Unmatched. Yeah, it's super good. It's perfect. It's diner dressing. It's perfect. It's so good. We're over at ABQX tomorrow. Come hang out with us. Thursday, we're at Sadie's. Come hang out with us. Friday, what do you want to do? You want to go to Safe House? Oh, God, I'd love to. Let's make the call. I would love to. All right, so tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday, we're going to be at places. So if you're a fan and a friend of ours, come hang out. If you're an enemy of ours, come see how big I am in real life. (laughs) Think twice about it. And then become a fan. Like, that's your, those are your options. Oh, you think it turn them around that fast? I think so. Yeah. In person, I'm like a cuddly teddy bear. A, t- a cuddly grizzly bear. 
yeah, on a cuddly here, polar bear. On here, you think you're something you're not. What and, do you mean? Yeah. You've got the fur on the face to prove it, too. I have a furry face. Aww. I do need to clean this thing up. I need to thin it out a bit. No, it looks good. It's I'm th- beard season. It's hey, about to get cold. Hear me out. I'm thinking about dyeing it white and doing like a Santa Claus <laughs> thing for winter, but I haven't told anyone about it yet because I don't know what the feedback on that would be. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. Yeah, please. You do it. Mm-hmm. I will not acknowledge it in any way whatsoever. <laughs> I will act like everything is completely normal. I'll never bring it up in conversation. And if people say, hey, how about Fred's beard? I'll be like, what? What?" A similar thing happened here at work. Like, So we're in the building like once a week, right? Yeah. Like, we try to not be in the building. <laughs> Our boss got a new office here in the building yes, like not long ago. And I went in there and just started having a conversation with him. Not acknowledging the new office at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like zero acknowledgement towards like he being in a new spot in the building, like just business as usual. And we're like most of the way through the thing or whatever. And he's like, Hey, man, like, I low key appreciate you not making this all about moving the office. I go, I cannot be more forward with you right here. <laughs> I do not care what desk you sit at in this building. And he does a standing desk. Well, he's weird, dude. And on the other hand... Our boss is weird. That's all I would talk about when I go into the office. Like all the things you could see that are different. Yeah. From the different corners. You're like a puppy in a new part of the backyard. Did you see this? (laughs) Hey, what about this thing? Yeah. Did you see that thing down there? Are the smells here different? Wow. Get your carpet shampooed? Going back to what we were talking about at the start of the show. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God, I don't Uh, remember. Refresh me. Yeah, help me. I didn't get an email or anything... That his office had been changed. Uh, I had to infer it from comments made on air. So okay. you, <laughs> so Bob's like, I, did our boss get fired? Like, where is that? Where's he at? <laughs> so that, that's what we were talking about, Van, at the beginning of the show, emails and texts. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. that's a long time ago. Yeah. Well, look at the brain on Bob. Bob Hall with us, special yeah. guest producer. All right, so Carolina took... Now, hold on. Oh, okay. I was going to talk football. You were Bobby Hill? That just clicked. No, I was Bob Hill, not Bobby. Well, Hill I never went Hall. by Bobby You're anymore. Damn it, Bobby. Yeah, well, Ugh. it's the way it goes. Bobby, you're not playing enough hits from 1973. <laughs> it was more 74, but I'll take <laughs> whatever uh, I can get. Uh, 74 adjacent. Like, what do you... <laughs> Tracy Denton's about to join us. We're going to talk about the Austin Denton Foundation because it's a Giving Tuesday. You know, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Obviously, when we do something in the community, you can help us do it at helpyourboys.com. Helpyourboysboys.com. Support the Austin Denton Foundation. It it makes a difference. Seize the moment, obviously, is their catchphrase over there. We're going to talk about their upcoming event. They got a big gala coming up in December. We are definitely going to be a part of that. Uh, Also, the one-time donations, annual donations, donation of time. There's a lot of ways to help. Uh, the Austin Denton Foundation, and hopefully Tracy can help you fall in love with that story whenever she sits down with us here live in studio in just a couple minutes because uh, I know her a little bit. She's crazy nice. We're going to do some fun stuff together in the future, but we thought if we're going to do it in the future, why don't we start right now on a Giving Tuesday? So it's going to be fun to have her, and it's going to be important is the word I'm going to use, man. It's going to be important. Agreed. Concur wholeheartedly. I like all of those uh, words you used to support the thing I was saying. I mean, on that sometimes last... I do agree with you. Contrary to popular belief, you're correct every once in a while. Yeah, that's a lot. Carolina said they took the right quarterback. 
That's what they said. Okay. Why did they say that publicly? Okay. Why would you say that thing? <laughs> he goes he goes way beyond that. Caroline? Not, only, not only they say we got the right guy. Mm-hmm. He goes, you know, we were happy at number two getting C.J. Stroud because everyone in the whole world knew that Bryce Young was going number one. And it wasn't until week 17 where Lovey Smith steals a win and gives us the first pick. Um, I've seen C.J. Stroud play, and I've seen Bryce Young play. And don't try to spin this. Because you're wrong. You're wrong. Tracy didn't when we'll get back. Give me a good little one today. What time are we off? 6.30? All right. 30 more minutes of the program. Two men on. 95.9 FM. AM 610. The home of Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night football. The Sports Animal. Let me see what you are all about.